Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is May 8th, 2023. We just had a big weekend. WWE Backlash. Go check out our review. It was myself and Denise. But we got Denise right back here on Monday Night Raw. Denise, how you doing? Oh, I could be better. Really? Why? Yeah, do you ever have those days where you just feel like crawling out of your body and crawling out of your skin and like nothing you do just like fits you like I don't know how to explain it like yeah. you're everything that could be possibly wrong with you is like wrong with you like your hair isn't right your clothes isn't right your face doesn't feel right nothing feels like it's connecting like I'm not in I sync. had a face like that it would never feel right but <laughs> oh thanks, I got, thanks. today I got the hell out of here and I drove up to Cincinnati and went shopping so what'd uh, you I shop you for the purple shirt you have yeah actually at my friend <laughs> my friend at Cincy shirts check them out they got uh, all kinds of great stuff I went there. That's a free plug for him because I know his ass ain't paying me. But um, yeah, I went up there and I got a couple pairs of shoes. I got to take them back because they don't fit me. The only pair of 12 Nikes that don't fit me ever I bought today. So I got to go up there and, and do that. But guys, we're here to talk WWE Monday Night Raw. Leave us a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe. We're trying to march towards 100,000 subscribers like Denise we got an interview with MVP dropping on Tuesday. Talked a lot about his his MMA experience, his grappling experience, almost fighting Kimbo Slice. Lots of cool stuff there. We're here every single night with reviews for Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Rampage, Ring of Honor, Impact. And pretty soon I'm going to have an announcement regarding our post-AEW collision cast. A lot of uh, cool stuff coming your way if you want your question or statement read on the air here donate a super chat at youtube.com slash fightful or head over to humperchats.com you might say well what are the benefits of that 
We're allowed to keep a little bit more of it, and you can leave them even before we go on the air. It would mean an awful lot to us. Your support keeps us running, keeps us going, allows us to pay the Denise Salcedo bill, so to hey, speak. Hey, yeah, I was wondering, when can I ask for another raise? I'm pretty I like sure to give get... you, I like to give you some time before I ask yeah. again because I don't want to be rude. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> most of the time we just give them to you. You don't even have to ask. I, I think that's, that's pretty true. much how it's, too that's how it's to went. Ask. But guys, it's a lot of courage. Uh, yeah, so much courage. <laughs> uh, leave a thumbs up, all that good stuff. It, we would greatly appreciate that. We are going to be plugging FightfulSelect.com throughout this, but don't worry, they're not going to be extended plugs. They're going to be humble or maybe not so humble brags about things we got right about this show. Just $5 a month gets you over 100 stories uh, across every wrestling company there is and the Raw plans every single week. There were some changes, some slight order changes to this show that we will talk about as well, but lots to get into. WWE Raw, the first of a new era. There were some some names missing. Gunther still celebrating his his wedding, his, his uh, honeymoon, I would imagine, so congrats to him. But Mr. Acosta says congrats on joining the Judgment Day, Sean. Yeah, I got a purple shirt. That's me joining the I Judgment Day. Say, I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> You're in the Judgment Day. I'm not going to lie. When I tuned in, when I first saw you with your purple shirt, it completely threw me off. Like, it's kind of weird seeing you in this color. I'm sorry. Uh, listen, maybe you need to purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Anyway. I don't even know what that means. Exactly. I know you don't. Caden says, just left the show. So much sitting, doing nothing. That's sad. And let me tell you, the the inserted audio on that was sad, too. But uh... Team Kick Source saying, EO Sky, Dakota Kai coming out of the damage control story as faces. Long build to both women winning singles, women's titles at Mania 40. Not realistic, I know, but would be quite nice. What do you think? I would need to see some character development on the, the Dakota Kai end of things. I think that EO Sky certainly can do a little bit of some, she she proved she can hang there i know that dakota kai can but we need something to to get the audience behind her to invest in her emotionally i already invest in her as as an in-ring performer but i would like for the audience to see what her twitch followers see like the thing that connects them to her how do you feel about that denise yeah see because i've been wanting to see dakota kai kind of have her own spotlight for a bit because i feel like she's been contributing you know whatever she can to damage control but because bailey is bailey and she just has more of this like a domineering personality and she's just you know the one that's on the mic most of the time that you pretty much kind of feel like she gets overshadowed and not so much in a bad way because you know clearly bailey is the leader of damage control but i still personally feel like sometimes I would like to see, you know, just Dakota Kai shining on her own for a bit. But I know I still want to see, you know, damage control do its whole thing. But I would like to see, you know, Dakota get just, I don't know, maybe just a little bit more on the mic. Give her something to have her stick out in the group. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> your mic is, I mean, your mouse is so loud, Sean. It's it's my Surface Pro that I was just telling you about, actually. Yeah, it's like boom, boom, boom. Computer blue, boom. darling picky. Game. Wait, what's that thing about the lake? Blouses. Purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Everybody says, Sean, like all of us, when Denise talks, I'm going to leave. It's so funny because like, I actually saw somebody, they, they sent me a comment. 
I don't know if it was like from Reddit or a Discord, but they're like, <laughs> like, yeah, Sean looks like he's not paying attention. Here's a here's a little secret. I've got earbuds in. I can hear people whether I'm across this room getting my my water or whatever. And usually I have three monitors, but uh, we've got SAS saying, could you see a non-major PLE being outside the USA? Where would you like them to go next? Well, $5 at FightfulSelect.com when I told you today there were some talks uh, in Australia. Now, there were some Australian papers implying that they had a shot at WrestleMania. They don't. That's staying in the state. It's staying in North America. That's that's where that's staying. But, yeah, I do think that that's, that's possible. And, Denise, as I highlighted the other day, Royal Rumble was a dome show, Alamo Dome. Uh, the second sh- pay-per-view of the year was in Sami Zayn's hometown with him main eventing. WrestleMania, a two-night stadium show. Backlash in Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny and Zelina and Damian Priest. The next show is a Saudi show. The one after that is an overseas show at the O2 Arena. Then after that, we got Ford Field. Then after that, we don't know. So, I mean, they are really maximizing the buzz surrounding their PLEs. I think this is one of the best things that they have done is they make all of these shows this year feel like big fights, Denise. All of them have had this very good atmosphere. And I think that's something that WWE has needed to do for a very, very long time. But when you're anchored down by Vince McMahon booking, it's it's kind of hard to get behind that or to even fill up some places like that. Right. And even today, I kind of feel like it was kind of hard to see to I, we were so used to the Puerto Rican crowd on Saturday. I mean, excuse me, on Friday going all crazy for SmackDown and then also on Saturday for Backlash. It was kind of hard to go from that to this crowd here tonight. I thought it was just a, it, it felt like we were just in, we were back to normal, which I kind of really missed, missed the energy, missed the, the electricity. Mr. Acosta says, I do love the shirt, by the way, and I miss the Puerto Rico crowd. Cincyshirts.com. Free, free plug for my friend Josh Sneed, who some of you m- might have seen his uh, stand-up comedy specials, actually. Trey Cash, our good friend, always so generous to us, says, Hey, Sean and Denise, don't trust many wrestling news sites unless it comes from Fightful. Lost some confidence in some other places. But have you heard rumblings about WWE wanting to have a Bad Bunny versus Roman match in the future? God, I hope this isn't true. <clears throat> I haven't heard that, Denise, but... If they do, it would need to be a lot of smoke and mirrors. It would need to be a lot of stuff. I I love Bad Bunny. Logan Paul was a little bit more convincing than him in a physical aspect compared to Roman. And as Damian Priest outlined tonight, it took an entire island to beat him on Saturday. So I think that they would have to do like some real smoke and mirrors. It would need to be much shorter um, but from a, a, like a popularity standpoint, of course, if I were them, I would prioritize bad bunny versus Logan Paul though. To me, that's, that's a WrestleMania match to, to start to work on early on. What do you think of Roman and bad bunny? Honestly, I would like to see it. And I know that you're, you're right where it is a little bit more believable to see Logan Paul and Roman Reigns than, it, than, than it would be bad bunny and Roman Reigns because, you know, bad Bunny's just, uh, He's bad buddy. I can't explain it. It's just, it's just, it's different. But that's the thing though. Even when they did Logan Paul and Roman Reigns, there was still a part of me, even though we had seen Logan Paul do a pretty decent job with everything else that he had done previously, part of me was still like, oh, is this going to be any good? You know, what, what, like, what can we re- realistically ex- expect from it? And then Logan Paul, Roman Reigns actually, 
ended up being phenomenal. And so now I kind of feel like, given what we've seen Bad Bunny do, if they were to do him and Roman Reigns, I would not be against it whatsoever. But um, I don't, I don't know. You know, the smoke and mirror stuff. Sure. I agree. But also, if we were just to get a fun little sprint of a match with him and Roman Reigns and him getting essentially, uh, you know, beat by Roman Reigns, I'm so okay with that. Like, I don't even need the smoke and mirror stuff. Pavement Cut, your says, how about a WWE PLE in India or Africa? They would need a localized star there. And we can go ahead and talk about this. We see the latest attempt at Veer, Sangha, and Jinder Mahal. To me, this is the best chance that they have had so far because having a guy like Veer, and we talked about this numerous times, Denise, when you have a guy like Veer who looks the way he does, has the background the way he does, has the type of style that he does, and you're like, oh, no, we're going to make him a savage that doesn't talk. It's like, what? Why, why are you doing this 1970s bullshit with him when they, Disney made a movie about him? Everybody knows who Jinder is that watches this show. They know he was a former world champion. Uh, it, it's the third wheel sort of that has, has struggled to really capture any any member of the audience. But I think this I think this is probably their best shot that they've had so far because they've got a lot more seasoning that they desperately needed. And I'm hoping that the trial and error at least produces some sort of fruit there, Denise. Right, but here's the thing. I just truly feel that they don't know what to do with them. They don't ha sure. seem to have any real creative direction for them. And part of me also feels like they're holding back because they, let's be real, they need all the help that they can get in terms of getting over with the crowd. And I think that the best way to do that is by having them go out there and have matches that are good, that are entertaining. Put them in there with Imperium. Let them go at it and have, you know, uh, entertaining matches as entertaining as it can get between those teams um but it's like for me i feel like they're always holding back yet they're also sort of expecting for it to work because come on we sat here for how long for several months talking about virus coming virus coming then he finally came and then it was like nothing and you know there was uh what were they having him do they were having him do a, quite a bit of stuff when he came back in the beginning that was like, okay, they're at least putting some sort of thought, some sort of effort into Veer, and then that quickly went away. They went into uh, NXT. They had a feud with the Creed brothers that was – it, it kind of felt like it was being forced on us where there was some potential, but I just didn't necessarily love the direction in which they went with it. But you know what? It was at least an effort being made. And so now – um. If they really want it to work, they can make it happen. Look at Omas. Omas is a perfect example of something of somebody that really wasn't connecting, that wasn't working. And now these last two matches, we are, you know, the, the reviews are more positive with Omas. And so I would like to see something similar like that possibly happen for these guys. Uh, yeah, we, we saw some vignettes for a lot of different NXT talent tonight, but we didn't always see that those NXT talent pop up. Zoe Stark was was uh, a bit of uh, of an exception, but we did see some other people pop up, and uh, JD McDonough was one of those from the vignette. And Denise, how'd you say his last name? McDonough, but that's not not important. Isn't We've got the actual footage of him. We're allowed to show this. WWE is allowing us to show this footage. And here he is. Isn't that Finn? 
Oh, it's just like Finn. <laughs> what? I, how am I supposed to react? <laughs> Hello? Are you still here? <laughs> Is this supposed to be you? You, Finn, who are we talking about? Why is this so funny? I don't see the fun, the comedy in it. He looks like Finn Balor with a big ass head, bro. That's what like... I said, but you, you didn't confirm that that's what the point was. It does look like Finn Balor with a big ass head. That's supposed no, to be JD McDonough? No, he McDonough? looks like Finn Balor with a big ass head. Who looks like Finn Balor with a big JD ass head? Does. What are you talking about? In real here? life, JD, or you this picture, JD? Yes, yes. In real life, he does not look like Finn Balor. What are you talking yeah, about? You're right. He doesn't look like Finn Balor. He looks like Finn Balor with a big ass head. No, he doesn't. Listen, Not even a it. little bit. I get it. All you big ass heads got to stick together. No big deal. I'm sorry. We got a lot of brain in here. <sighs> Ann just... Simmons says, I've seen Veer talk before he has a lot of swagger. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, what will happen to when Veer <laughs> comes again? He's got to empty that tank. Line Drive said, putting Veer with gender made sense to me, but I always felt like Sangha had something going for him with his chivalrous best boy character yes! in NXT. That Okay, that one that one was good. They just didn't give it enough of an opportunity, I didn't think. They did. I, I, I feel like they pulled the plug on these guys way too early, but then the shitty gimmicks that they get, they stick with those way too long. I don't understand it. Songa is actually kind of getting over for me on NXT. I was a Songa fan on NXT. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Joel Wood says, since Veer is back on Raw, does that mean he's a repeat comer? Denise? What? Is he a repeat comer? Well, yeah, he's coming again. Sure. Just repeatedly. That's, that's admirable. SAS says, uh, if Australia gets a PLE, would you be okay with Rhea versus Bianca main eventing there instead of WrestleMania? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I don't yeah. I would be okay with either or. Yeah, it, it would need to main event though. It would have to main event and it'd have to be a stadium. I kind of hope they do do Australia just so that I can have an excuse to go to Australia. Same. But also I would not go to Australia because I've seen those articles where they have like the really big spiders that are like bigger than my head. Have you seen yeah. those? So and they, leap, they jump. You seen Shaza's new shirt? Not here to fuck spiders. Ooh. See, maybe I won't go to Australia. Mustafa Ali defeats Otis, who had Gable and Maxine with him. I Mustafa Ali's like quietly, well, not too quietly, he's bragging about it on Twitter, has like got a three fight, three match winning streak, Denise. K775 asks, is there hope for Ali? I'm thinking so. I mean, to me, that what this did was it got Mustafa Ali a win, which is important because if he's going to be getting beaten by other people, give him some wins on Raw. And with Otis, it furthers the story of who's better for him, Chad Gable or Maxine, because it very clearly isn't both of them. I've seen better from both guys. This match was definitely not anywhere close what I thought it was going to be. We got Rhea Ripley just murdering Dana Brooke. As if that fan in the crowd didn't murder her enough. Left her hanging on the five and she forced the fist bump. Poor Dana Brooke. But Rhea Ripley just slaughters her and wins. There's nothing to talk about there. What there I mean, is to... Oh. Well, go ahead. No, I, I think you were getting to the point that I was going to make. So go for it. Well, yeah. 
but that's why I talk about the match. Then the post match where Natalia comes out. And oh, that heals. wasn't what I was going to talk about. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Well, have you not been seeing the hashtag give Dana Brooke a chance? Of course I have. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that's they, what I was going to say. At least she got out there. She had a match. I saw some people like, I saw some people that were like the people that were behind the hashtag. They were like, you know what? We're happy that she even got out there and had a match and this and that. I, I, don't, I was just reading what the people were saying. I think that she's better than a lot of people realize, but I watch main event every week too. Yeah. So I, see. I see this stuff. Uh, Nathan Frazier and Roxanne Perez as FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business reported. Uh, check that out, guys. Uh, that They'll be on main event this week. But after this, Rhea Ripley is confronted by Natalia. Now, I I mean, maybe this happens at Saudi or something in like a throwaway match, but nobody believes that Natalia has a chance in hell of beating Rhea Ripley. And that's okay. But I mean... Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is sort of abusing the draft a little bit, Denise, because Natalia has not won a singles match since her NXT run. And before that, the last singles match she won was a dungeon-style match against Aaliyah. And that was in a feud where she lost like four matches in a row. If if you go before that, you got to go two full years to where she beat Mandy Rose on a kickoff show. She ain't winning matches, and all of a sudden, she's just like dibs, shotgun, and gets a title shot. All right, then. I love Natalia. You're not going to find anybody that defends Natalia more than me. I love her work. I'm just like, damn, wish they wish they could have booked her. Like, what? She couldn't beat Dana Brooke in like 10 seconds with a sharpshooter or something that's going to hurt. But why, they always do this to Natalia all the time. This always they happens. They always, ha- they always put her in these spots where they expect the fans to react a certain way. But when they don't give the fans a reason why, they, they, they then don't get that reaction. So then in turn, they don't ever follow up and do more with Natalia. So we're always kind of stuck in this, you know, we take three steps forward, five steps back type situation. And so I feel like that's what we're seeing. But can you remind me, wasn't Natalia... Was it Natalia that was in one of like the first women's matches in Saudi or something? Was it yeah. Natalia? Because, yeah. okay. So then I feel like they can play off of that at least for like the Saudi audience and be like, oh, you know, Natalia did this, this and that. And that would kind of, I guess, sort of justify having this match there because of her history there. I don't know. I just wish that they would do a little bit of something to like give give the woman some help, right? Like, their line of thinking is she's been around a long time. They know her. So here we go. And I'm like, man, that, that is very unfair to level those expectations on Natalia. When you haven't had her one matches win matches like ever. The last it's- thing I remember them really doing with her, where they actually put some sort of story with her besides when she was teaming with a uh, freaking Shayna was when she was doing the Guinness world record stuff. I liked that. I actually enjoyed her doing that stuff. 
because they actually um, gave her a little bit of a character with that. And I feel like that's the last time they gave her a character that wasn't just, this is Natalia. KE775 says they're going to make new belts for the women's titles. Lord, I hope so. And rename these. Don't, don't do the handoff gimmick. Valab says, Mick, don't Google me, doesn't have a forehead. What? He said, it's not even a five head. It's a six head, Denise. He has a big Who's Mick, don't Google me? That's what Kevin Owens called JD uh, oh. when he was on there. He called him JD, Mick, don't Google me. Sorry, short term memory. Speaking of, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are backstage, and I really enjoyed this interaction. Uh, Imperium without Gunther approach and they say we are imperium gunther will be here next week and kevin owens is like can you give us five minutes and he and zane like argue over whether it's five seconds or five minutes and they're like yeah well we're imperium and they're like well you're you're still gonna be imperium in five minutes so if you could just tell us this later that'd be fine finally owens and zane get annoyed to the point to where they're like Let, let's just let's just do a match tonight let's do it and they did. I love this backstage segment, though. I thought this was fun. I did, too. And what did I think he uh, Kevin Owens called Kaiser or he said something along the lines of like, OK, see a turtleneck or something where he called him turtleneck. Yeah. I loved that. That was hilarious. Um, but I love this match, too. Like, I love seeing Kevin Owens just going in there and going nuts on 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 freaking Ludwig Kaiser and just getting him with all of those punches and like being really fired up. I was happy with the way they set this match up. This was a. Uh, up there with uh, the, one of the most entertaining things that they had on Raw because it felt fresh and it felt uh, I care about both of these teams in two totally different ways where I love Sammy and KO because they're Sammy and KO, but I love Imperium. Uh, I feel like, you know what? We need to give more love to Imperium because they are so freaking entertaining. I feel the same way about them that I feel about the Brawling Brutes. And I feel like we need to like, just, I don't know, give them some more love because they're very entertaining. Yeah, I, I'm. I need more Imperium wins, though. Like I would have loved to have established have established them in the tag team division too. But I also think you have the benefit of having Gunther show up next week, and where he can light a fire under them and say, "Losing will not be tolerated with me." I, I like that because when he's not around, they don't necessarily have that edge. But when he when he is around, they they have the fear of God put put in them i i just really like but that i idea. also this don't want that i don't want them to make them seem like wimps though where gunther's the one that's you know the the one that is being in like the most in charge and he's the one you know lighting the fire underneath them i kind of want them to be all on par even though obviously gunther is always going to be you know above them but i still want them to all kind of be you know I want to be afraid of anybody that is associated with Imperium. If I'm a guy on the roster, I'd be like, oh, fuck, this is Imperium. Better watch yeah. my back. You know, I want them to kind of have like that kind of presence on the show. And I feel like for the most part, they who do have that because they do feel pretty aggressive with the way that they present themselves. And that's why I'm a fan. Like, that's why I care about Imperium and the matches that they have, because I know we're not going to get these like, soft matches i know that whatever it is that we're gonna get with imperium they're gonna you know they're gonna nail it in it's gonna be entertaining we've mentioned some uh nxt talent that is popping up some of them green some of them not so green denise but you know being green isn't always a bad thing 
especially when it's athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and AG1. You get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs. I'm in the best shape I've been in in the last few years. Big part of that is drinking AG1 every day. Eight ounces of water, one scoop, I'm good to go. It's got a blend of nine products, a multivitamin that you drink, which is way better than eating a multivitamin tablet. It's got minerals. It's got probiotics for preventative health. It's got adaptogens and more, all working together to deliver a strong foundation for better health. You've got doctors. You've got athletes, all kinds of people over at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful telling you about the benefits. Gluten-free, no sugar added, no eggs, and nut-free. You can see reviews from real AG1 customers over there, and they have thousands of five-star reviews. Get that immunity support, that preventative health, that digestive support with those great enzymes, plus those vitamins and minerals. Maybe you're looking to fill nutritional gaps in your diet. Athletic Greens AG1 helps you with that. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Get yourself a great deal now. You can unlock an awesome offer over there. Help out your energy and metabolic support as well. They got adaptogens, a phytonutrient blend, all kinds of good stuff. This is a fantastic supplement that uh, make sure that you get your vitamins as well. And like I said, uh, I've actually, I sold supplements in, in a prior life. Well, I guess just prior years in this life. And uh, you would always be advised to drink your multivitamin. AG1 makes that incredibly easy. Denise? Yes. Would you consider yourself green? Yes. Good. Good. We, we need to get you on Athletic Greens. That way you can maybe stand a fighting chance at the SRS Denise Olympics. Yeah. Denise, now we can, we can do a world tour. We can do a multi-country Olympics, Denise. Non-stop. I'm going to beat you because I'm taking that AG1. I'm just saying. You always chicken out all the time. Chicken out. All right. All right. You're we're going to see. Like, oh, I got to do this and I got to go meet with this person. I got to go meet with that person. So I can't do this because I got to go do that. Oh, Why do you make me sound like that, this? Denise? That's I don't even talk like. that fast. I talk very slow, actually. Okay, fine. So I got to go hang out with this person and we're going to go eat leather. And Denise, I, I got to go get this run sheet up. Denise, on Apple Select. You're, the per- you're the person I eat with the most on these trips. No, by far, not by even, far. not even. <laughs> by the way, Sean, I'm upset at you. I'm you know, shocked. at Ring of Honor, you bought yourself red vines and you didn't offer me not one red vine. Sorry. Yeah, just throwing that out there. Are you, you my kid? You didn't offer I, I will me a say, red vine. Like, who does you did, that? You did get locked in the backseat of the car at Applebee's like you were a little kid. That yeah, thanks for too. that. Thanks, by the way. But that's that. what I, and you know, the two weeks, a week later when I came back, I had to buy myself red vines because I was thinking about them. Thanks a lot, Sean. We have Chelsea and Sonia's strike. This is a FightfulSelect.com report that we posted uh, yesterday that Sonia and Chelsea would not only are they continuing as a full-time team, but they would be uh, continuing their social media gimmick, which was them working on a petition. We saw Zaya Lee. We saw uh, all kinds of stuff there, but Liv and Raquel show up and they go, all you had to do was ask. And I liked that. They're like, no, you didn't really earn it, but we don't care. We'll, we'll 
we'll fight you anyway. I like this. I like Chelsea and Sonya. Chelsea is is a great television character. I want them to give her some more depth, but I think that the the petition thing worked a little bit better than her just saying, let me talk to the manager again. Well, since you covered that, I'll cover the fashion in this because everybody was dressed to the nines, but Chelsea Green's all red look, very like Hollywood, glam, Malibu Barbie. Uh, that was the look. So I just want to take a second to applaud that look because it's probably my favorite look I have seen any of the women wear recently. We are not that far removed from when WWE was like, no, you guys got to wear your gear and your merch shirts at, like every time you're on TV. And now you see these women wearing honest to God things that they would wear out, that they would wear to events. And they look like stars as a result of that. They're not out there and they're not out there in their merch shirts and nothing against their merch shirts. It's just most of these people don't wear their own merch shirts around. That's just the the nature of it. They, they, They don't. And most of these women know how to dress really, really well. Men and women, and and you make them look so much better when you leave them to their own devices in that sense. Right, because, and uh, some of the merch shirts, there some of them are good, some of them are tacky. Let's be real. So why they like- got to put shit on the back of all of them? Why they got to do that? I I actually so it's funny. I don't know if you saw Will Washington had posted him getting that NWO Wolfpack shirt. Yeah, had a WWE logo. So I've actually got a little bit of a report coming on that soon. But one talent that I spoke to was like, God, do you remember when they used to put those stupid ass tags at the bottom of our shirts? The ones and like right here, like in the corner? Authentic wear. Yeah. Oh, the big ones, the rectangle ones. Yeah. The, you they could said put your fingers in between them. <laughs> they said that they couldn't count how many people were like, I would have bought your shirt, but they had that stupid ass tag on it. And yeah. I was afraid I couldn't take it off. They, man. I used to kind of like it because when I would wear them, I would just like use it to like twirl my fingers in the little tag because there was always a little bit of an opening so you can put your fingers in there. So whenever I didn't have anything to do with my hands, I would just like put it into like the little tag. But you were never bored. You never played with it. You never bit your like, okay, never mind. Apparently you didn't, were you not those people that ever bit your sweater? Oh, I used to do that back in the day, like when I was bored at school and I had those long sleeve sweaters, I'd be like chewing on my sweater. <laughs> you never did that. Not once. Damn, bro. You I'm not. Live. Listen. <laughs> what? I'm just, I'm just going to move on past this. I'm just going to move. Sorry. I know there is somebody out here who did the exact same thing. Yeah, Don't I'm sure like I'm sure they is. got sure they got several fingers in there. They were doing their thing. They were they were I, just occupied. I, really, I don't think I have any more of those shirts, by the way, with the little rectangle, Please but I'm don't. gonna look through them. I'm gonna look through Please my shirt don't. collection and see what I can find. And I'm gonna prove my point. Cause they were stuck onto the shirt, like like they were stuck, but on the edges only. Oh, so I the know. center was open. You could literally be walking with your hand like this. <laughs> what? Did, did you ever get your entire fist through there? No. It's, it's Don't good. be that disgusting, Sean. Don't be it's disgusting. Not natural. <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's me. 
It right. is you. You make everything sound horrible. Me? Me? Yes, yes you. You got to be kidding me. Me? What? The nerve. Yes, the nerve. you. Because I'm being honest. I'm sure you are. What? Now you're going to tell me you never put glue on your hands and then peeled off the little thing? Do you not do anything that's like sensory? Like put your hands inside those, those things with like the marbles? You know? <laughs> you never did that where you put, where you put listen, the glue listen. and then you peeled it off? At this point, at this point I'm just convinced that Denise is, is okay. a podcast genius. I have one like more. At, at this point, at one this more. point, there's no way this is an accident. Denise is smarter than all of us, and this is the only time I'm ever going to admit it. One more. Have you ever done the safety pin where you put the safety pin in here, and then you stick it out, but you get a little piece of your skin? Have you ever You're done that? you a masochist, Denise. Oh, it's so much fun if you get a little, a little safety pin, but I'm not saying Running around dressing like demolition a little bit. Little or something. You just put a little bit and then you pull it out and then your skin opens up. Damn, I didn't pay it. That's what I would do in school when I was bored. Uh, please, I want to know if people did this. The glue thing and the safety pin thing. Yeah, I'm sure that some of our viewers have ended up with sticky hands. The Line Drive says, I'm with Denise. I would do all those bored things all the time. Used to putting my shirt collar over my mouth. I still do that. I do this when I'm watching TV. <laughs> Pro Wrestling Podcast. Time. Thank you very much. Jason Blair says, Sean and Denise, great work this weekend. Always enjoy the live streams with you two. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Jason Blair. Mr. Acosta says, Bad Bunny legit doesn't like Logan. Has to do with him moving to Puerto Rico. Not sure if he would do it, but Bunny versus Theory, maybe. Uh, money says a lot of things to a lot of people. And I think that both, I think that Bad Bunny realizes how big a match with Ian Logan Paul would be. Bizarro Big L says, Sean. Sean Jean-Claude went to Cincy and ended up a Ravens fan. No, absolutely not. This is a Cincinnati Mighty Ducks shirt. They were a minor league hockey team in our area. Says you can tell Vince's return when the dick and ball jokes come out. Any news on Carlito making a full-time return would be a waste to pass it up again. Unrelated, Blimphausen for all in. I think a blimp at Wembley would actually be a hilarious idea. A, a Danhausen blimp. But FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, reported uh, that right now the Carlito thing is a one-off, but there are a lot of people that are pushing for it. Auntie Collins says glitter glue or Elmer's white on the hands. And uh, Chaos Control. Usually it was Elmer's white. And Chaos Control says Denise is super right about the safety pin. Did a bunch of stuff when I was bored. Cool. Same. The string around your finger, make it turn purple. I did a lot of things with my hands. SAS says, in your opinion, who's been booked better under Triple H, Bronson Reed, Gunther, or Solo? I'm going to say Gunther because he has not taken a loss yet, but I don't think that More Solo... More Solo? Well, Solo has lost some matches, but I don't think that he's been booked bad. But he is second banana to Roman Reigns, and sometimes he's third banana to the Usos. I think that Gunther is a guy that you look at right now and you go... Okay, if they put him in a world title match, would he win it? And I think that's important. Bronson Reed, I think, has also been booked incredibly well. 
But here's here's the reason why I said solo, because I was expecting for Gunther to be booked like this. I wasn't expecting for solo to be booked like this. So that's, that's why point. I say that's why I chose solo, because I wasn't expecting it with Gunther. I was by far I would have been demanding it, you know. Zoe Stark is backstage being interviewed. I think a lot of people don't realize how natural she is on the microphone. I know you've interviewed her as well. Like she is very quick witted. She has a special kind of charisma to her uh, and she can talk a little bit. She challenged Nikki Cross to a match. She wins that match with Nikki Cross with her finish. This, I mean, Nikki Cross isn't going to be on TV. Okay, you might as well have her lose a match against a new talent. And Zoe Stark is going to translate to the main roster very, very well in my estimation. I think this was the right decision. I, I, I like what they had here. The only thing that I will say is, please, I want to see just let them have a little bit more time here to go yes. because I know they could have done a lot more here and it left it lets it left a lot to be desired where this did not have to be a quick little squash match just to get Zoe a win. This could have been a nice competitive match um, so that Zoe can be like, I've arrived. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They need more time. Uh just a couple more minutes, even. Just a couple more minutes. Backstage, Johnny Gargano is back, and he's back with The Way. They're all back, uh, except for Austin Theory. No big deal. But you got Dexter there, you got Indy there, and, and they're approached by Chelsea and Sonya. But this is more about The Way. First off, glad they're together. Glad we've established, okay, cool, Candice and Indy, they're probably going to be a thing. But... K775 says the way is back. Hopefully it gets them back on track. Rock hard Joel Wood brings up the most interesting part. Johnny Gargano said to the way he's going to be back soon. And he says it's got to be Ciampa, right? So that was the implication was that he's trying to sell the way on Tommaso Ciampa. And they weren't having it if you saw that, Denise. And if you were a family why on earth would you be sold on him? Because he's turned on Johnny in the past. So, like, that is... they. If you're Dexter Loomis, if you're Candace here, Indy, you're like, I don't know if I trust him. But Johnny's like, no, 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 I swear. Even though he didn't say chomp out loud. I'm excited for this. I want Dexter Loomis to look at Chompa like he's the weirdo. Like, that's what I want. Uh, and Champa to be just completely normal and chill. But Dexter Loomis is like, this weirdo. I think this is going to be a great addition to the way DIY as a team. Sign me up, man. Because just that's hell yeah. Hell yeah. Give me that. When Johnny Gargano first came in, first, excuse me, came back to WWE and, you know, appeared on Raw and this and that, I really would have been against them doing the whole way thing again because I would have thought it was just, I didn't really want to circle back to that because it's seen it been there, done that. However, I feel that now this is the way to go because <laughs> there wasn't any other real options there for Dexter, Candice, or Johnny. And now with Indy there, 
I mean, at this point, you might as well do something that benefits all these people and all of these people now by being part of the reunited once again now on the main roster, except for theory. Uh, I feel like this is going to be beneficial there. And I did want Tommaso Ciampa to go about and do his own thing. I wanted him on SmackDown. I wanted him doing his own thing. I didn't necessarily care for the reunion or if they do the reunion. And but <coughs> with that being said, though, the pro here is that if you do bring in the added element of Champa, at least you get something different with the uh, with the way a different story. So I'm not against it at all. I'm cool with it. It gives them something, something new, something, some sort of story there. So I'll take it. Dominic's backstage with Rhea, Akira Tozawa, and Xavier Woods show up, and a match is made between Xavier Woods and Dominic, and then Rhea chases off Akira Tozawa. Matt Scales says, felt like the show dragged tonight. Would love to see them do something with Woods. Can you see them doing something major with him on Raw or waiting for Kofi to return? I think he's going to be spinning his wheels until Kofi returns. I think at some point down the line, Xavier Woods will get some sort of upper card main event type of push based on the fact that people love him so much. Right now, unfortunately for him, his role is helping Dominic maintain his heat and that's okay because xavier woods is going to be just as over next week as he was this week and when xavier woods or when kofi kingston comes back they'll be right back in the tag team title picture i didn't have a problem with this dominic needs to work with people like this and he has been quite quite often Right now, I think I think maintaining Dominic's heat is the right right move, Denise. Yeah, and he's always going to be loved regardless. Whatever Woods does, it's fine. But I do agree with uh, the super chatter that uh, I did think Raw dragged a whole lot today because uh, aside from everything that happened in the World Heavyweight Tournament, everything else to me could have been a little bit stronger on the show. We have uh, Trish Stratus's promo. First off, she looks like a million bucks, and she as a heel, it just works. She's she's got uh which fightfulselect.com reported this weekend, best five dollars in the business. A missing shirt with Becky Lynch. They had like flyers made too because she's been gone. Then she does the the old HBK Montreal thing where she has Becky's music played and sells it, but Becky's not there. And uh, then it hits again, and she's like, no, guys, joke is over. And Becky does show up, and Becky whips that ass. Becky socked her hard, too. That was great. Um, We wondered how they were going to stretch out this feud. Well, the unfortunate situation is that Becky got hurt for a brief amount of time, and they needed her to heal up. So that bought them a little bit of time. But I thought that that actually added to it, because this is, this is one of those things, there's not a happy accident because she got hurt, but it did lead to Trish being able to have bragging rights of getting rid of Becky for a little bit. I thought this was was a win of a segment. Becky got her mic cut off before she talked, though. She was going to say, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, but she didn't. Um, you were just waiting to make that joke, weren't you? Yeah, it wasn't a joke. That's what she was going to say. Who? Trust me, I'm I'm an esteemed reporter. But Wires Addict says, Becky's missing? Nah, Shanky is missing. Need him back ASAP. Hey, yeah, where is Shanky? I haven't heard of any creative plans involved with him since Triple H showed up. Like, at all. Haven't heard of a one. 
Uh, K775 says if if this Trish story, Trish Becky story is going till SummerSlam, is it safe to assume Trish wins in Saudi Arabia? Did they officially announce this match for Saudi? What match? Trish and Becky for Saudi? That's the one that we were just talking about. I don't recall them announcing it for Saudi, though. Unless I missed it. I mean, they announce stuff while we're on the show all the time, but. Okay. Let's see. Nope, it has not been announced. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, what match? This match hasn't been made. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be necessarily dead set on that happening at Saudi. So I do want to say, though, that this is a million times better than the last segment where they had Trish Stratus just go out there and cut that promo because, again, we didn't have any of the piped-in booze. It didn't feel long-winded. Uh, her throwing shots at Becky Lynch's daughter, calling her dumb because she didn't know her colors. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And there's no – nothing is going to upset one woman more than another woman judging her child or judging, you know, making fun of her baby, right? Like that's like the lowest possible thing that you can do. It's the easiest shot to take. And so I kind of like that they did it though. I I like that because if I'm Becky Lynch, I'm going to be freaking pissed. Zeno hour says that Becky was going to say Shaza fears Sean. That is, that is also true. The line drive says when Becky was raw women's champion as the man, the feud with Natty killed her momentum. Keep mid Nat away from Rhea. Rhea needs a credible challenger, even as filler Emma and Candace are better. Well, I don't know about that. Emma doesn't even wrestle on the damn show. It they've got to build these people. You say people are mid because they're not built. They're not given the opportunity. Marquise Film says, I was in the crowd tonight, and to see the criticism of criticism about my city is unacceptable. I think WWE filters their crowd because there was no need to pipe, but can I get a Duval from you both? Hell no. I ain't, I ain't a Jacksonville fan. You ain't getting a Duval from me. But the crowd was the crowd was not good, and we will talk about that. Well, I, I won't even say the crowd wasn't good because I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't know because I didn't hear the actual crowd because what we heard were piped-in bullshit cheers and boos. Meet Norma says, Denise made it turn purple with her hands? What kind of show is this? That was the string. Y'all never tied a string around your finger? Sheldon says, Denise, this was all you this time going down the dirty path. Don't blame Sean for none of this. Own this, You know what I hate? This is what I hate. That guys always have to make everything so gross. Kids are watching. Always guys. Always. Own it and embrace it, Denise. It was not meant to be gross, but guys make it gross. Jonathan Corona says DIY versus Sammy and KO. Please and thank you. Oh, that's that's certainly a possibility. It certainly is. Well, we actually kicked off the show, but we're talking about this at the end because we're talking the world title tournament. And it was so odd the way they kicked this off because originally the two world title triple threats were supposed to be swapped. Cody was supposed to come out, cut a promo, have a match. But instead, it's like Cody's the host of Raw or something, Denise. He comes out and he goes, Welcome to Raw. Let's start the tournament. And it's like... Is that bad? It, it's just awkward. Bad. It's just weird. Why? Why are they... Do- Why would he do this? Because... Uh, he ain't Bob Barker. Needs- He's not Pat Sajak. Why is he here? I think they wanted... 
He's got a match to get ready for, Denise. Why is he He was already dressed. (laughs) What else did he need to do? He was dressed. He was ready to go. They could have had the match right then and there. They, I mean, no, that's what they were. Pl- that's what was on the run sheet as of seven. Oh, okay. That and they flip flopped it. But when they flip flopped it, they still kept him coming out and being like, "Hey guys, I'm here, here we are. Maybe the world just- title tournament. He's out there dancing around like he's RJ City or something. Like what the hell? It was very weird." Okay, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I think that the way that they uh, did it was because uh, the way I see it was they felt that everybody felt that it was going to be very predictable that this was Cody's thing, that Cody was going to win. So then having him go out there is just basically saying, oh, yeah. This is this is all Cody's thing. Cody's meant to like win this. And I sure. think that's why they had him go out there and basically do this. Well, Seth Rollins defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Damian Priest. I love that they um what I like, and even though I think that the the competitors, they should have aimed younger for some of these competitors. There is a one person in this tournament under 35, Denise. And that's Austin Theory, and he ain't winning it because he's got the U.S. title. The median age is 42. (laughs) Damn, Sean, are you age discriminating? No, I'm just saying they should have put some younger people in here. But what I do like is you had people from, uh, you had Finn Balor, you had Shinsuke Nakamura, you had people all around the globe. And, you know, Denise, that is important. Because to watch your favorite shows and you can't, but nordvpn.com slash fightful make sure you can. Denise, you're heading to London this year, aren't you? Yes. I am too. I'm going twice. And you know what? I'm not gonna miss my favorite shows because I got nordvpn.com slash fightful. I don't gotta wait till 3 a.m. Eastern to watch these shows when they drop. Oh no, I'm watching them at 7 p.m. Eastern with NordVPN. I was on a plane to LA, was trying to watch Dynamite. And it cut off. Well, I fired up my NordVPN, logged into my TV service, was able to watch it. You're able to protect all your devices against ads, malware, all that nasty stuff. This past weekend, I covered WWE Backlash. And I did it watching the old WWE Network interface by subscribing to an international service as opposed to Peacock. And also, I got to watch the UFC pay-per-view. I didn't have to worry about blowing $80 for a show I couldn't watch immediately because I was paying 15 bucks for it because I was paying those overseas prices because I changed my virtual location with just one click with NordVPN. And then I was able to watch Aljamain Sterling get the work done. But more importantly, I was able to watch Mirab Dvalishvili steal Sean O'Malley's jacket. That was cool. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee. Get a great deal. Three extra months on this deal. If you are a pay-per-view buyer, this will pay for itself. It's fantastic. There's always a wealth of deals from NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Protect from ads, trackers, malware. Work on all your devices. Make sure you protect yourself on public Wi-Fi. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Look at this. We got this frame back up. I still got a bunch of will frames on here. It's kind of sad. I got to go through and delete all these now. Now that is sad. <sighs> Chad Zuber says, since you both started watching wrestling, has there ever been a moment where you were both when you were done with it or almost close to giving it up? Uh, f- 
Go ahead, Denise. Not in that sense where I was like frustrated and I was going to stop watching, but I did stop watching for a couple of years when I was in college because, you know, I was in college. So uh, funny enough, when I got started in wrestling media, my column was a short term column that I had pitched to Bill Apter for one wrestling where I had fallen out of love with wrestling and fallen in love with MMA a little bit more. And I was going to give myself from like January of 2010 through WrestleMania to see if I still wanted to watch it. I think in my heart of hearts, I knew I was going to keep doing it. But that was when the Brett Sean reunion happened. That's when TNA was on Monday nights. But I mean, that MMA was so white hot then with Brock Lesnar and GSP and Anderson Silva and all these big stars there that I was just far more into that than I was uh, pro wrestling. But I'm very glad I put all my eggs into the pro wrestling basket. Sheldon says, so do they plan on, what do they plan on doing with the tag titles since Saudi's coming up and it's night of champions and Sammy and KO won't be there. I promise guys, those titles are not as important. We don't have anybody asking about Roman Reigns and what the hell, who the hell he's going to defend against. Sammy and KO ain't going. They don't need a tag title match on that show. They'll be just fine. Rollins defeated Nakamura and Priest. I like this because they they put over Priest an awful lot. And Priest put himself over an awful lot before this, too. He said it took a whole island to beat me. I thought this was a great way. They didn't pin Priest again. I thought that was good. Rollins pins Nakamura, and that's okay. Uh, we do see after this that Nakamura is heading towards a feud with The Miz. It womp. But... Rollins getting the win here. I think we all expected Rollins to get the win, and it was a fun match. I love this match. This was my second favorite match of the night, and the reason I liked this match a whole lot was multiple reasons. Um, First of all, when they were all in the center, just like tr getting their strikes in on one another, I thought that was really cool to see uh, Seth pretty much like exploding out there with all those dives. That was fun. There was a moment where it was, Shinsuke and Seth that were just like literally screaming at each other in their faces before they took off. There was a lot that I think that they did in here that made this one very entertaining. Uh, and, you know, Damian Priest is obviously coming off of a really big night from, you know, facing bad bunny on backlash. So I feel like regardless, I still wasn't expecting him to win at all. I think it was pretty clear from the very beginning that if it wasn't Cody, it was going to be Seth. And once I saw them in separate brackets, I was pretty much expecting it. I thought it was going to be Seth and Cody in the main event. And I thought what ended up happening in that second triple threat match was actually going to happen in the main event. So uh, it, everything happened as predicted, just in a different order. Yep, uh, I, I look at I, I looked at this and I was like, okay, well, Rollins has got to get to the finals. He's got to get to the finals. We knew he was going to win there. Damian Priest being put in this tournament, I thought was the absolute right move. Also, Nakamura, you want to establish that they are worthy of being in that tournament. Finn Balor defeated Cody and The Miz. The Miz, I'm like, I get it. He's main evented WrestleMania. This could have been literally anybody else. It could have been anybody else. Uh, but Brock Lesnar cost Cody the match. Brock Lesnar has these. They, it's weird to see Brock with stitches. Yeah. And now I'm like, they need to merchandise it. They need to make it an alternate attire on 2K. He looked unreal. He looks scary. Uh, he looked 
looked scary as hell. This was another uh, pretty good match to me, but Cody, like Cody hitting the repeated crossroads. That was cool. You see that he was going to win and then Brock cost in the match. Finn winning, I think set up a common sense main event. If you're going the Cody route, what did you think of Finn winning before we get into the Cody Brock? Stuff? So I thought that Finn win the second, I mean, the second the Cody Brock thing happened, I knew Finn Balor was going to be the one to win. I didn't think it was going to be the Miz whatsoever. And I was actually happy. Could you imagine? Yeah, it would have been just like, oh, come on now. At this point, let's 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 be real here. Uh, Miz I like- made it to the finals. <laughs> Oh God, <laughs> I was happy here with Finn winning because it was the obvious choice to go by the time that Brock came out and did what he did. Well, Brock did what he did. He whipped that ass, threw him through a table, did all that. But the thing that I noticed the most about this was the the laden audio was so bad was here. So bad. It was so noticeable. Like the second it started and I don't think they needed to do it. No, no. I was talking to somebody very respected in the industry and they were like, the stunned silence would have been better than the terrible audio there. And I don't usually notice that the audio like that. I don't usually notice the piped in stuff to that degree, unless it's bad. And it was real bad. I sent messages to like six or seven people that I knew were in Jacksonville at this show. Caden was one of them. I was like, hey, were you all like loudly booing throughout this? And no he goes, way. He goes, no, that had to be piped in. And then I asked somebody in WWE and they're like, yeah, I was piped in. It was too obvious. And like you said, sometimes I don't notice it. Sometimes they do it like a decent job of kind of making it blend in just a little bit. But this one, someone got very happy at the buzzer just pressing them boos. And what was worse was that it was like a consistent boo for like three minutes. And I'm like, even when we have heard boos, there's always like a little pause. And then the and then you get a more booze. It was just not a real, uh, it didn't feel real at all. I, I kind of really, I thought it took a lot from this because this was the right way to go. I was very happy to see Brock Lesnar come out and cost Cody this, uh, this match here. Again, because that's what I thought was going to happen. I just thought it was going to happen in the actual, uh, You know, when he faced Seth Rollins at the end of the night, that's what I was thinking. I thought Cody was going to win this match here, go to Seth Rollins at the end of the night, and I thought Brock was going to cost him the match there. Um, So that's what I originally expected. So the fact that they did it here did kind of surprise me just a little bit, but I love the way that Brock went in there, did the beatdown. Him going straight to the camera, and this is why I was so mad about those piped-in boos, because him going straight to the camera and what he was saying where, you know, I want to talk about me, Cody, and I want to talk sure. about me. And then he's like, oh, I want to fight. I want to fight. And the man is pissed, and he's looking right into the camera, and you see all of the, 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 the bruises and stitches or whatever the fuck he has on his face, and you're just <laughs> thinking, like, this is cool. I'm interested. Cody's there looking lifeless. Brock is angry. I didn't need all of the piped in booze. I really liked didn't how this played it. out. Except Line the- Drive says, put Brock and Cody in the fight pit. That ain't happening. Adrian Wells says, what's good, everyone? How's everybody's day? Love it when Brock destroys someone. Brock and Cody should fight in hell in a cell. Now that Seth won, I needed AJ Styles to win Friday. Oh, I would I would love that. We'll talk more. Adrian, we will add more of that on to this Seth Rollins Finn thing. But Brock and Cody in hell in a cell, I'd be completely fine with that because they drew blood the other night, which FightfulSelect.com reported was a plan between them. The match happened as planned. 
subscribe to five, uh, FightfulSelect.com. But we've seen that. We've seen this brutality. I think Hell in a Cell would make an awful lot of sense for them, Denise. I kind of would like like a last man standing. I just think blood is is the way they to could go. have. I mean, they could have blood there too. Yeah. We got Rollins defeating Finn Balor. This match was an absolute umper, Denise. This is when I realized the crowd was not shit here because they yeah. had opportunity. Usually I defend the crowds when they don't have anything to root for. This one, they had something to root for. And there was only one time and it was like 25 25% of the crowd that was chanting, this is awesome. And it quickly faded away. And I'm like, guys, you're getting a really good match here. Let's get some reactions. I agree. Like this, this match deserved, deserved to, to, it deserved a good crowd. SWD says, is there a chance someone from SmackDown wins the world title and gets drafted to Raw for Cody instead of the obvious money in the bank win? Or is it Seth to win? Nope. This is, I, I did a complete conspiracy theory about this Saturday night. Already <laughs> and went you got booed? It. No, there were some people that understood it just because it's, it's the WWE type of thing to do to be like, Oh no, actually this title's going to be on SmackDown and the SmackDown one will be on Raw. <laughs> you dummies thought you figured it out. You and your friend Mark. <laughs> JM says, I guess the cra- Jaguars also get the crappy crowd. They got that guy in the GIF, the, the, the famous guy that's like, what? What? That's, that's the Jaguars fan. That's, that's the life. They got a good team now though. Tippy Stir says, Ray wins the new world title versus Seth only for John Cena to come out and win it in an impromptu match that same night. Oh, we've been here before. Well, we've also been at Rollins versus Finn before Denise. And that's something they played up during this match with Finn doing a power bomb onto the barricade. Fantastic callback and storytelling there. I thought that was just amazing. That got me into that match. I was waiting for something like that to happen. And I have just loved the way that Rollins has become a master of the finish. And by that, I mean, sometimes he'll finish somebody with the pedigree. This time he did a one-armed pedigree and Balor kicked out. So he does an inverted stomp and then finishes him off with the stomp. Any one of those three, I could have bought as the one, two, three there. I think that Seth Rollins, yet again, has gotten himself over to just a a crazy degree and has reached new heights in the ring. This match was amazing. This match ruled, I agree. And literally in my notes, I put (laughs) this crowd, huge downgrade since Puerto Rico. Finally, some pops. We're charging. This is, we're chanting. This is awesome, but it didn't last. Literally, that's what I wrote in my notes, but no, for reals. Um, there was, uh, aside from the stuff that you mentioned there, some of what I liked was there was a moment where uh, it was Seth who got, uh, who hit Finn with an elbow out and then Finn followed that up with a chop. And then right after that, Seth gets him with a Pele. Oh, that little, that little moment there, that little interaction, that little back and forth. Oh, I was so into that. Uh, The aggression was there. Uh, It felt, I haven't felt Finn Balor in terms of 
the hitting hitting matches at this level in a while maybe like the last match maybe wrestlemania but i'm talking like raw or smackdown or whatever uh i feel like we haven't seen this this finn balor in a really long time on on raw and so for me finn balor felt differently during this match and i think that was something that was very very much needed because i didn't want to feel like it was a letdown that we were going to get finn and seth instead of cody versus seth here tonight and they did not at all make you feel like this was a letdown whatsoever because dude they went out there and they freaking killed it i was this was the match of the night if you didn't watch raw this is the only match i suggest you actually go out of your way to watch yeah this was a pay-per-view quality match for me this was really good stuff I miss when Raw would have bangers on the show. Like they would throw a couple guys out there that could wrestle for 15, 20 minutes and they could go. But when they have stakes, ooh, that adds an awful lot to it. And we knew Rollins was going to win this match. We did. But still, the story that they told in the interim was phenomenal. Yeah. We're but telling- like, even knowing that Seth was going to win, not once throughout this match was I like, Oh, whatever. Seth's just going to win. So I ain't going to care. No, it was, they did a really good job of like making you feel like this match is important. Guys, uh, last call for super chats and humper chats. A reminder, fightfulselect.com has multiple stories every day tomorrow. Well, Tuesday, we will have producers backstage news, a lot of details on changes for raw. In addition to another story, Every week, you get a bunch of podcasts. You get the Weekender podcast that reviews independent wrestling and the stuff we don't cover here on the main channel. You get the Select Style podcast that covers Japanese wrestling. I do the Backstage Report podcast, which covers only exclusive news. We get my Q&A every single week. You get two episodes, at least, of Alex's Sour Graps. You get the list goes on as well. That is at least seven to eight shows a week uh, coexisting with Rob and Maggie as well. Pay-per-view reviews, pay-per-view preview shows, all kinds of stuff over there. Dozens of retro reviews in the archives. Denise, tell the people what you got going on. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I just did an interview with Trinity that got a lot of really positive reactions. Uh, If you guys haven't checked that one out, check it out. All of my Speak Now pro wrestling shows are now there too. And then uh, Twitter, I'm literally less than 300 subscribers away from 100K. I'm just sitting there waiting. Uh, we got Omar Diaz asking if his chat was got uh, gotten to. I believe so. Um, Send it in the chat. If uh, just in case, but I'll I'll make sure that it was uh, it, it was read. And if not, we'll read it on our next show. Sean Garner says, "Who wins at Night of Champions, Cody or Brock?" Denise. Oh, I would have to probably. You know what? I'm gonna give it to Brock just just because. Yeah, I think so. And then I think they do a rubber match because that's just the way that this thing yeah. goes. Oh, brother. Guys, thank you all so much. Please leave us a thumbs up on this video. It would mean an awful lot. K775 says, do you think Piper Teagan, Emma Zaya will get a fair shot on Raw? I hope we at least see it for Piper and Teagan and Emma. Zaya Lee, too. I mean, I just feel like in terms of stronger wrestlers, it'd probably be like for sure Piper. I think they have Emma there for depth. I think Teagan will get a crack at it as well. Uh, Omar Diaz says, where'd you get the Denise trading card? Uh, GCW, uh, they're sold out. Are they? Yeah. I've got a pack. Uh, Marquise says no Duval. Can't wait for Joe Burrow to get swept. Oh, good night, everybody. Until next time.
we're out. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com prenatal. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.